I'm Yamilka Rodriguez, and this is the Brand Therapist Podcast, where we come together and deep dive into the psychology of branding. We live in a new era that asks us to step up and show our individuality. Learn what makes us unique and different in this world. Let's open the door to possibilities so you can win in business, life, and relationships. Because everything starts with you. Hello and welcome to the Brand Therapist Podcast. I am your host, Yamoka Rodriguez, and I'm very excited for my host today, Maria Sufadin. Maria Sufadin is the co-founder of Innovative Solution Partners, a Michigan-based IT consulting firm that specializes in helping clients leverage data analytics using our proprietary focus methodology. Since 1999, Innovative Solution Partners have been helping businesses maximize their budget dollars by generating data insights and informed decisions. Decades of IT entrepreneurship experience allows Mario to help clients navigate how to map technology with their business needs. She serves as president for NABU, Greater Detroit Chapter, and is an alumni of the Golden Sachs 10,000 Small Business Program and the WeBank IBM Executive Education Program at Tuck. Thank you, thank you for being here with us today. I would love for you to tell us a little bit about your methodology, what it's all about, and a little bit about your business. Sure. So Innovative Solution Partners, like my bio said, is all about data and analytics. And it's really about consensus building because everybody has like that gut instinct. But when you look at the numbers and the facts, that is like the equalizer for so many. And over our 20 years in business, we've really figured out the secret, which we then put into our focus methodology, which is really starts with finding out the requirements with our customers. Because that's really important, right? Everybody's got a different need. And how do we spend time working with our clients to do that? It's part of our mission to connect the dots between people, operations, and technology. So our methodology goes through everything, finding out the requirements, to optimizing solution, creatively implement, uniquely align users, and then do a successful rollout. Wow, that is so exciting. Now we're going to get into the more getting to know you a little bit more piece. So I tell everybody that this wouldn't be a brand therapy podcast if we didn't talk about childhood. So tell us a story about your childhood and how that connects to what you do today. Absolutely. Interesting question. I am actually a child of immigrants and I ended up spending most of my childhood working in the family business which was selling computers. And I think that is really what set the tone because women in STEM, the numbers, they're going up in the right direction. But back then in the 80s, it was kind of an anomaly. And because I was in the family business, it was just second nature. So that just set the course for what I would end up doing in the rest of my life, which is business and technology. Wow, I love that. I have everybody do this quick personality test before we get to know each other. And I love it because the picture you sent me for your bio so much encompasses this particular archetype. 
So I knew it was accurate in the moment that I saw it all come together. I'm going to read it to you. And then you're going to tell me if you feel like it does define you. And if it does, we're going to go into for you to tell us the definition of a few of the words that connect to this particular archetype. So you come out as an innocent. Keep it simple. Keep it honest. An innocent sees the good and right in the world and is attracted to simple, easy solutions that renew and rejuvenate. The motivation is purity. The need is to do what's right. The fear is doing things wrong. And the behaviors is reads instructions, follows rules, and identifies simple, easy solutions. Wow. So much resonates. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what resonated with you. Well, I think the simplicity piece of it, I think especially in technology and especially what I see with women business owners, it's that they understand their business so well. And sometimes technology can be a little daunting if it's not your wheelhouse. And so it's really been my passion to make it simple and really make it focused on business because everyone understands business, right? So how do we use tech and business? That idea, that fear piece of knowing things I was just talking with someone about that. Like it took me a long time to recognize, but that is also what really gets me thinking, right? Doing the research. What is it that we're really trying to accomplish so that therefore the results are what is expected? Yes. I love it. I have some words for you and I just want to hear your definition of it. So what does simple mean to you? Simple to me means understandable. Pure. I think that there's like no fluff, right? It's just as it is. Intentional. Intentional mean, means focused. Like you're concentrated on what your end result is and that's where you're going. Idealist. Oh, that's a tough one. I think it's almost, to me, it's like having that pretty picture of what it's supposed to look like. And the last one, optimistic. It's always seeing the good. That's the possibility. Like anything can happen, right? Living in possibility. It really signifies a lot when we connect with these things because the innocent is so optimistic, always knowing that everything's going to turn out the way it's supposed to turn out. And they always have a positive outlook at what's in front of them. So I love that. Let me ask you this. Do you consider that you have a personal brand? And if so, how would you define your personal brand? I would say at this point, I do. I think when I was starting out my career, I didn't really quite understand it, but it's getting much clearer. And I think really for me, no, it's being my authentic self and that is becoming my brand. The words that you describe being simple, pure, optimistic. I really view myself as a connector and the sense of like both business, our mission and how we want to connect out people, operations and technology, but at a personal level of like, helping people get the resources they need, especially with other entrepreneurs and sharing what I've learned or even sharing my network. I really view myself as a connector. I, I think all of us know somebody or have some sort of connection with helping the next person get to where they want to be. And if I asked, you always ask people this and they're always like, well, I'm not sure I'm famous. I look at fame as having an impact, right? If I asked you, tell me a story where you felt you had a huge impact? About a year or so ago, the daughter of a dear friend called me up and she was struggling her first job. You know, it was not what she had envisioned when she signed up. She was struggling. 
she was wanting to quit, but she was so concerned the effect it would have on her career. And she was like, Auntie, I want to talk with you because I think you get it. And at that point, you know, I didn't realize the value of us being able to see someone similar to us, whether it's background, profession, industry, age, whatever it may be. And the power that when you see it, you believe it and you think things are possible. So in that moment, I was like, wow, for her to pick up the phone and say, there's somebody that is experiencing life in a similar way that could support me. Like that was very eye-opening to me at that point, because I'm just thinking I'm doing what I do every day, right? Like, what's the big deal? But when you get that type of call and you can be that, like that idea of being on somebody's personal board of directors where they honor you and they think so highly of you that they would ask you your opinion, I would say that was my moment. I love that. So now we're going to go into a question that's a little bit more personal. And you kind of talked about it. Maybe it's something different for you, but what is your greatest fear? I think my greatest fear is probably losing that sense of possibility and that idea that I can do whatever I've set my mind to. I mean, it's tiring, right? If you're always on the go and you're always learning, and as entrepreneurs, we're constantly like redefining what we're doing, right? We're keeping up with our clients. We're keeping up with the market, like what's going on. And sometimes I get those moments where I'm like, I'm just done. And then it's like, am I really done or am I just needing a break? And I think it's like that defining place, like when will the break not be a break and it'll really become part of who I am? I think that is kind of my fear. It's like, not exactly getting complacent, but getting so exhausted that you're just like, I'm done. Yeah, I can see that even in myself sometimes. It's like, should I stop doing this? And then what's going to happen? And then that kind of gets into this whole fear mode. And then I'm like, it's it's going to be fine. <laughs> I have to talk myself back out of it. It's going to be fine. So let me ask you this. Tell me a time where you felt you were holding back. And how did you get through that moment? A couple months ago, I'm at a conference. You know, as entrepreneurs, we like to connect with others and just learning and what does that look like? And I had someone tell me that I should stop dressing up the way I do. And that is, if I really want to grow my business, I have to reevaluate how I show up. Wow. Yeah. How many things phase us, right? At this point, we're just like, okay, this is it. But at that moment, I had my pity party, right? It's like, you know, you go back to your course, like, I'm working this hard. If this is how the world is perceiving me when I show up. And I think really was getting through it was thinking about it. My, who am I and what's important to me? And is that person really the type of people like where I would go and to do business? And is that the type of customer that I would want? And it's a really fine balance between us wanting to grow our businesses while maintaining who we are. Yeah, it was quite a day. You threw me for a loop a little bit. Yeah, I totally feel for you because I get on sales calls and sometimes I'm like, you know, this might not be the right person for me. And I think it's critical for us to really think about that and analyze it and really move forward with what our gut is telling us. Because if we have certain customers that love what we do, and those are the people who should we should be focusing on, 
not the people that give us a hard time and are difficult, right? Those are the people we shouldn't be focusing on. So a lot of times I just say, okay, if I'm meant to work with this person, they will acknowledge my pricing, they will acknowledge my value. And if they don't acknowledge that, then I'm okay not serving them. I think at the beginning of my career, I was like, I take anything and anybody. It's like, it's money, I need it. But at this point, even if it's a big budget, I just prefer not to do it because I know in the long term, it's not going to be beneficial to my saneness. <laughs> That's even a word. No, I get it. It's interesting because as business owners and entrepreneurs, we're so vested in our businesses. They're putting food on our table. And I tell people like, I want to sleep at night. I want to know that I took care of my customers to the best of my ability. I'm taking care of myself and my own family. It's about being a win-win. I really don't think it's a zero-sum game. Whereas I think, you know, there is a, that philosophy. It's a zero-sum game. Somebody needs to win. If someone's winning, somebody has to lose. And I don't necessarily think that all equations are a zero-sum game. We thank our sponsor, BespokeBranding.io. Tailored branding to reach your ideal client. Gain a deeper level of understanding to empower your brand and purpose and rule the market. We know what it's like to journey from a place of feeling overwhelmed and undervalued to being powerful, understood, and authentic. Your brand identity allows you to live your purpose. The Brand Therapist has 20 years of branding and design experience, has transformed billion-dollar brands, and has eight plus years of guiding women entrepreneurs to realize their potential. I invite you to take the brand quiz and you can find it at www.bespokebranding.io. So let me ask you this. Give me two or three lessons learned over your entrepreneurship time. I think the first is we get to be comfortable being uncomfortable. If we really want to succeed at a personal or professional level, we're going to find ourselves in new situations or learning new things where we're uncomfortable. And the biggest growth comes from being comfortable and being confident that it's okay that I don't know. And I think that's the other piece, right? It's being vulnerable enough to share that I don't quite get this. Like, can you explain it to me? Can you connect me with somebody else? And I think what I really learned during COVID, which I got to be reminded of this week, is we get to celebrate the small win. A lot of times we're just wanting like, oh, that that was understood. What is there to celebrate? But I think when we celebrate the small wins, we get to acknowledge ourselves. And I think especially as women that we're taking care of so many things and doing so many activities in one day that we forget. It's easy. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It is easy to forget our wins and we should celebrate more, even the little ones, like you said, you know, it just helps with everything. It helps with you moving forward and being happy and just so much. So I totally agree with that. Let me ask you, where do you see yourself in the future? I think it's like a kind of a two-pronged question for me in the sense that the first part is really in COVID, our business almost closed and we were able to rebuild, and now we're on the track of growth. And I am challenging myself, and how do I grow this business 
to the level where I can either sell it or a family member wants to take it over and that it launches me into using these talents that I use to grow my business and supporting the community where I live. And like the next generation of entrepreneurs, I'm really passionate about fighting food insecurity, you know, really being able to take what I'm doing and taking my network and my intelligence and allowing it to support the world at a, like a larger level, so to speak. That's really what my passion lies is, is putting this all together and just making a difference and having a lasting legacy. That's more than she was a business owner, right? It's like, what else? Right. I love that because I think that's what a business gives us. It gives us a platform for us to be able to do good for the world. And I think that should be the goal for every business. You get to a certain point, like you said, you either sell it or have somebody else kind of take over, but then you can dedicate your time to doing things for a larger reason, for something that's bigger than yourself. I think that's all our responsibilities. So I love that you're thinking that way. I think this is the first time I've kind of gotten that answer. And I do believe that when we talk about leaving a legacy, you're right. It's not about leaving a legacy about our particular job. It's about leaving a legacy for the world, for the impact, for helping other people and helping the world at large with whatever is needed. So I love that. Now, I'd love to ask you, where can people find you? What is your favorite place to hang out on social? How do people get in touch with you? I am on LinkedIn, Maria Saifuddin, or I think it's forward slash Maria. I've, I've shortened it down. That's really where I'm active. I'm on Twitter or what is now X. But really, you know, as a business person, that's where it's really interesting. That's where I find my home and where I'm, I'm keeping up with colleagues and friends and fellow business owners and as well getting in pulse on what's going on in the industry. And is there anything in particular that you want to promote, whether it's in your business or more of a bigger idea? I know that you have your method. So is there anything there that you want to promote for the audience? That's a great question. You know, for the last 20 plus years, we have been really down in the weeds, helping our clients with implementation projects and with sustaining those implementations. And one of our latest initiatives is really coming in the front end of this. So when large enterprises, Fortune 1000 companies and larger are doing large implementations, it's really how can we be a partner of theirs and really be an advocate for them so that their business goals are met with their technology project. Because a lot of times it's like two different languages and the technology is fabulous, but if it's not serving your business purpose or the team, then people like us and what we bring to the table of our years, 20 plus years of industry and tech experience, we see that whole landscape, right? And we can be that advocate for our clients. So that's really where I'm headed next with the business. And thank you for the opportunity to share that. Oh, of course. I love just hearing from other entrepreneurs what they're doing, especially other women of color and what they're doing and how they're really helping the world at large. Although we have some niche businesses, which is important, right? But it's also how are we helping other businesses really integrate and have a smarter way to look at things. I just love doing this. I so, so thank you for your time 
and what you're doing and what you're doing for the world. Don't ever change. You're beautiful as you are. We need to show our authenticity as much as we can to show the world that although we may be different in some ways, we all want the best for the Mother Earth. With that, thank you everybody for listening to the Brand Therapist Podcast. And thank you for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun. Thank you for listening to The Brand Therapist. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite pod player. If you would like to connect on social, you can find me at Yamoka Rodriguez Branding or BespokeBranding.io. And if you would like to do the brand character quiz, go to bespokebranding.io and click on brand quiz. Or you can email me at yamilka at yamilka.com. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode.